lift up our heads and bless the name of the Lord. Open your mouth and give him praise. For he is worthy of our praise, he is worthy of our glory. Please exalt the name of the Most High God. Bless him, worship him, give him glory, magnify his name. He is worthy. The lamp of God is worthy. Jesus is worthy. The Savior is worthy. The King of glory is worthy. The Almighty is worthy. The Alpha and Omega is worthy. Our Redeemer is worthy. Our Savior, our Helper, our Father. You are worthy to be praised. There is no one like you. You are the living God. You are the Almighty. Wonderful Lord. Excellent God. Gracious God. Glorious God. The Lord of hosts. The unchangeable eternal Father. We worship you. We give you glory. We bless you. For day one of the past 63 days. We thank you for victory. We thank you for blessing. Forgiveness of sins. Mercy that you have shown. Your patience over our life. Your goodness towards us. We give you glory. For the name of Jesus. For the blood of Jesus. For the Holy Spirit. We thank you. Wonderful God. Excellent God. Gracious God. Loving God. Eternal God. Unchangeable Lord. You are, you are good. You are great. You are mighty. We give you glory. We bless your name. We worship you. Thank you almighty God. Glory be to your name. Be thou exalted father. In Jesus wonderful name. We have prayer. Can I have. First Samuel. 26. First Samuel. 26. First Samuel 26. And I read verse 19. Now therefore, I pray thee, let my Lord the King hear the works of his servant. If the Lord have steered up thee up against me, let him accept an offering. But if they be the children of men, cause be they before the Lord. For they have driven me out of this day from abiding in the inheritance of the Lord saying, go, serve other gods. This was David. David had an opportunity of killing King Saul, who was pursuing his life. And David came to this point. And said, enough is enough of running away. For how long will I be running? When will this trouble come to an end? 
when will this problem come to an end? And he looked at King Saul. He said, if he's God, if he's God, who is behind my problem? That you are pursuing me. If he's God, God, who is making you to make life difficult for me? If it's God that is making it life unpleasant for me through you, let that God accept an offering. Let an offering terminate that problem. But if God is not the one behind my problem, let every troubler of my life be caused by God. You don't understand. David stood before God. He said, The only person, the only person who can make this happen is God. But if it's God, let an offering be an atonement that will set me free. But if it's not God, and any other authority, witches, wizards, principalities, the wickedness of men behind my problem is that let them be coxed before the God of heaven. You will lift up your voice unto God and say, Father, whatsoever is my case before you. Whatever is my problem before you, whatever the error of my life before you, my offering for the past 63 days, my offering for the past 63 days, let it atone for my deliverance. Let today be an end to the problem of my life. The first thing that I've been doing. For the past 63 days, let it be an offering that will bring an end to the problem of my life. If you know what I'm asking you to do, you will pray. If, oh Lord, I have any issue before you, the sacrifice for the past 63 days, the offering for the past 63 days, let it terminate the problem of my life. That is if you have been fasting. If you have been fasting, this is your prayer. This is your hour of victory. If you have been fasting for 63 days, let this offering terminate every problem confronting my life.
Let God accept an offering. Let God accept an offering. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Proverbs 23, verse 18. The Bible says, surely there is an end. Lift up your voice unto God and say, Father, today is the end of the 63 days fasting. Let every problem of my life end today. Open your mouth and pray. I don't know whether you want to pray or not. Today is the end of the end of the 63 days fasting. Every wahala of my life, every trouble of my life, every disaster befalling my life, let it come to an end today. Every problem over my family, every form of sickness, barrenness, evil, problem, let it come to an end. Let it come to an end. Let it come to an end. Every problem. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. You see, you are paying like people who are abroad. People who are in Europe, America, this is the way they pray. They are too comfortable. They don't need anything. They don't know witches and wizards. The witches and wizards, they are do good things. They do aeroplane for them. They do railway for them. They make everything good for them. That is their witches. woman Lift up your voice and say, Father, I have hope. Don't let me be hopeless. Don't let my hope be dashed. Don't let me be hopeless. I have hope. Don't let me be hopeless. I have hope. I have hope. Don't let me be hopeless. Don't let me be helpless. Don't let my hope be dashed. I have hope. Don't let me be hopeless. Don't let me be helpless. Let my hope be dashed. Don't let it be dashed. Thank you. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Lift up your voice, say, Father. Don't let my life be miserable. Open your mouth and pray. 
Father, don't let my life be miserable. Don't let me be a subject of mockery. Don't let me. Short the mouth of my mockers. Don't let my life be miserable. Don't let my life be miserable. Don't let it be miserable. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Lift up your voice, say, Father. All the prayer I have been praying since the beginning of this year, let mercy answer for me. Open your mouth and pray. The prayer that I've been praying since the beginning of this year, let mercy. Let mercy answer for me. The prayer that I've been praying since the beginning of this year. Let me see. Let me see. Answer for me. The prayer I've been praying since the beginning of this year. Thank you so much, Father. For in Jesus' name, we are prayed. Lift up your voice unto God. Say, Father, don't let my soul set suddenly. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. Father, don't let my soul set suddenly. Don't let my soul, don't let it set suddenly. Don't let my soul set suddenly. My father, my God, don't let my son set suddenly. Father, don't let it set suddenly. Be merciful to me and be gracious unto me. Thank you, Almighty God. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Lift up your voice and say, Father, today, let all my expectations be met. Let all my prayer be met. Let the heaven favor me today. Let God answer my prayer today. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. I need the engineers. Thank you so much, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Finally, lift up your voice and God say, Father. Father. 
I have come before you. Don't let me go the way I have come. Open your mouth and pray. I have come. Don't let me go home the way I have come. Father, please, don't let me return. Don't let me go the way I have come. Do something. Do something. Do something in my life today. Don't let me go. Father, I have come. Thank you so much, Most High God. We give you praise and glory. May the Lord answer your prayers. May you not go home the way you have come here. Any error over your life, as to the reasons why heaven, if it is God who is angry with you, may the offering of the past 63 days. Stand as an atonement for you in the name of Jesus. May the blood shed at Calvary. May the name of Jesus stand for your deliverance in the name of Jesus. If God is not behind any issue over your life, may enemies pursue you and your destiny be caused by God in the name of Jesus Christ. May you be not hopeless in life. May your hope not be dashed. May you not be an object of mockery. Those who are making jest of you today, may not turn around to rejoice with you in the name of Jesus. This day, may you have a, a victory laugh, a victorious song. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And today, as you have presented yourself before God, may you not be rejected in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, please this day, let it be a historic day. A memorable day. A day we will remember forever. It is an anointing service. Father, anoint all of us from heaven. Release your power over us. Release a new garment over us. Release the freshness of your spirit over us. Empower us for the rest of our life. Empower us to succeed. Empower us to serve you. Empower us to move forward. Let it be our turn. Let this season be our turn. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. At the end, let your name be glorified. Blessed be your name, O God. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Put your hands together for the Almighty God. And please be seated. We welcome you to God's presence. It is our belief that 
you will have a great time in his presence it's an anointing service a service of praise and thanksgiving I will just charge you what happens when you are anointed what experience do you have we use the Bible as a reference point because God said he's not a respecter of persons what he did for the people of old he can do for us that is our faith and that is our hope and so let your expectations be high as you are in the presence of God on the 11th of January we started a project a program declared in this church and that project was to end on the 14th of March which is today it's a 63 days fast for which if not all of us expected to participate at least majority of us all of us expected to have been in that program so we are celebrating faithfulness of God the grace of God the victory that God has given unto us the answer to prayers because we've been praying since the period we started and we are giving thanks unto God today there is no prayer we ought to have prayed since the program started that we have not prayed so today is a day of thanksgiving and celebration to give God God glory for what he has done first of all this message is titled a new dawn and it is my turn first Samuel chapter 16 I read from verse 1 first Samuel chapter 16 from verse 1 I just picked some of the verses and the Lord said unto Samuel how long will you mourn for Saul see I have rejected him from reigning over my people Israel fill thy horn with oil I've asked you to bring your anointing oil today and I, I hope and I believe you have here your oil fill thy horn with oil and go and I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I have provided me a king among his sons. So Samuel left for Jesse's house to look for the one and anointing that God has chosen for himself. Verse 7. And it came to pass in verse 6. When they were come, they now line up the children of Jesse 
And it came to pass when they were come that Samuel looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look, not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord says not as a man saith, for man look on the outward appearance, but the Lord look on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made it to pass before Samuel. And the Lord said, Neither have the Lord chosen these. Then Jesse made Shammah to pass by. And he said, Neither have the Lord chosen these. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. All of them have been rejected. Today, your head will not reject anointing. I'm begging you to say amen because I'm fasting like you and I'm prophesying and I'm preaching in the name of the Lord. Anywhere you go as from today, your head will not reject promotion. Your head will not reject favor. Your head will not reject lifting. Your head will not reject expansion. Your head will not reject increase. In the name of Jesus Christ. If only you link the passage of 1 Samuel 26, 19 that I write. Only God knows why seven out of eight children were rejected. And the one who was eventually accepted was not in the house. And Samuel said unto Jesse, I hear all thy children. And he said, there remained yet the youngest. And behold, he kept the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, send and fetch him, for we will not sit down until he come hither. And he sent and brought him, and he was ruddy, and withered of a beautiful countenance, and goodly, and, and goodly to look. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for he, this is he. The Samuel took the horn of oil, and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that moment on. Today, the spirit that makes a man to excel, the spirit that makes a man to succeed, the spirit of kingship, 
The spirit that makes a man to rule over his brethren. The spirit that makes nations to bow down before the man. The spirit that makes a man to stand favor before God. The spirit that makes a man to become a favorite of God. The spirit that makes a man to be a source of blessing. May this spirit rest upon you this day. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, please be seated. I will look at two cases in the Bible. And I will round up. The message is a new dawn. It is my tongue. Excuse me, sir. When it is the turn of any man, things will turn for him. If that is the only message, the only point that you will take home, take it. When your turn comes, when the day of your new dawn begins, when it is time for you everything will turn in your favor. You will see it in the case of David. So it's a new turn. Excuse me, it's my turn. And it's a new dawn. So David was the eighth children engineers. I'm just managing this, but I will manage it. David was the last child, the youngest of the children of Jesse. David was not at home. David woke up that day an ordinary person. David began the normal routine of his day, taking the sheep and taking them to the back of the desert. To nurture them. But it was the day when everything turned for David. Today, by the authority of the name of Jesus, the son of David, <laughs> David became the father of Jesus. And that is why he's called the son of who? Of David. By the authority of Jesus, the son of David. Everything will turn for you. It shall be your turn. So they got Samuel got there. He saw Eliab. God said, I have rejected this one. He looked at Shaman. God said, I have rejected this one. Abinadab. God said, I have rejected the one. Seven of them passed. God said, I have rejected this one. So, what qualified David? We don't know. But God said, I have found a man. And with my holy oil have I anointed him. What qualified him? The question therefore is, how did it happen for David? 
And when it happens for him, we'll follow. King Saul has been rejected by God. And because King Saul has been rejected, somebody must be chosen to substitute him. As you came to this church today as an ordinary person, you will go out as an extraordinary person. As you woke up today and you consider today as a usual day, a usual day can become an unusual day. This will be a day you will never forget for the rest of your life. David was the least in the family. So when he turns for him, the youngest of them. Though he was the youngest, the moment things turned for him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and they poured the oil on him, honor, dignity, respect, and the power of God came upon him. So the day things turned for a man, the first thing is that everything will turn for him. When that man is now anointed, these are the things you will begin to see. A new dawn. So when a new dawn happens for a man, a usual day becomes an unusual day. An ordinary person becomes an extraordinary person. So number one thing, was that that day become an unusual day. Today will be an unusual day for you. Yeah. Honor, dignity, and power will rest upon you today. Yeah. So, the youngest son, the youngest, if the brothers were to queue up, he will be behind them. Suddenly, God took him from the back and brought him forward. The moment things begins to turn for you, you are relocated from the back and you are taken to the front. That would be your point and your position for the rest of this day. Deuteronomy 18, Deuteronomy 28, verse 13. The Bible says, And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. David was the tail before. He was the tail of the eight children. He was the youngest. Before that time, he was the youngest. The day of the anointing, God made him not the youngest anymore, relocated him from the back. The anointing brought him forward and he became the head. From today, and the anointing that you carry from this day, everybody who sees you, they will begin to honor you. They will begin to respect you. Yeah. Number two, the dirty turns for a man. What happens to him? David woke up as an ordinary person that day, but before the day was over, he was ordained a king. Hmm. He was ordained a king not just over Israel, 
but over the entire nation, both Israel and Judah. Second Samuel chapter 5, verse 2 to 3. He became a king over the nation of Israel, and the whole nation was subject unto him. Only one man is ruling Nigeria. Who is that person? Who is that person? All of us. Whatever Buhari does, we are all subject to Buhari. Is that not so? At least as far as the law of Nigeria is concerned. Am I right or wrong? If Buhari makes a law today, a decree, close all the airport, nobody is going out. Will you go out? You can't go out. They will enforce it. If he declares a coffin now, I says, as from 11 o'clock this afternoon, let the police be on the road. Soldiers on the road. No movement anywhere. If they get you arrested, if they get you, what would they do to you? They'll get you arrested. May God make you the head and not the tail. And so David was ordained a king when he woke up an ordinary day. Number three. The day it is turns for you and it is your turn. Just like David when he was ordained a king other nations began to curry the favor of David. Second Samuel chapter 5 verse 11. The moment you are anointed and you carry grace you carry the oil the spirit of God begins to move you. People begin to call in your favor. Favor begins to work in your life. You become an attraction. That people will begin to want to serve. And want to bless. Number four. The moment it is your turn. And you are anointed. And things turns for you. And it is a new dawn. You become the favorite of the Lord. You become the what? The favorite of the Lord. How I wish I have time. Psalms 89, verse 18 to 38. I beg you in the name of God. Get home and read Psalm 89. And see what God says about David Psalm 89 verse 18 to, to 38 Psalm 89 18 to 38 David become the favorite of God God said even if his children offend me I will only use ordinary king to king them God said as long as the covenant of the sun, the covenant of the moon remains before me. Is it David will not lack a son to sit on his throne? God said, I will never break my covenant with David. Ah, David. Even after David had fell, fallen from by reason of what he did God brought him up and God said I took away my grace from King Saul 
but I give grace unto you. As Nathan was still before David, God was already forgiven David. David said, I'll see. And God said, I've also forgiven you. Meanwhile, King Saul did not do one of a hundred of what David did. And God did not show him mercy. May you be a candidate of mercy. A man that is anointed with oil becomes the favorite of God. When a man is anointed and things turn for him and it is a new dawn and it is the turn of the man, a dynasty is enthroned for him. A dynasty. You know what I call a dynasty? David was established, his kingdom was established as a dynasty. God said, even after his death, David will still be ruling Israel. Even after his death. That is why Jesus came through David. A dynasty is where a particular person, house, is ruling a nation perpetually just because of favor. Just because of favor. And God said, the house of David will not want a man, will not lack a man to sit on the throne. Dynasty. May a dynasty of wealth be established over you. Amen. Jeremiah 33, 17 to 22. Jeremiah 33. For thus says the Lord, David shall never want a man to sit upon his throne of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, if you can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and there shall not be day and night in their season, then may also my covenant be broken with David, my servant. That he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and will deliver the priest. Can you see this? Ah, ah. David, born of a woman, so much favor with God. The day the oil touched his head. Quickly, let me wrap it up. With Moses. So Jesus came to the lineage of David. Moses was another man. In the case of Moses, God was the one who anointed Moses directly from heaven. Just like God was the one who anointed Jesus directly from heaven. You will not see a pastor where David Moses went and put his head down and said, pour oil on him. In the case of David, 
oil was poured on him by Samuel. In the case of Moses, Moses was at the back of the desert and he encountered God and God poured out himself upon him and he sent him out unto Egypt. Let me just give you maybe five or six points about Moses. As at the time Moses encountered God, Moses was a murderer. He has killed a, an Egyptian and he ran away from Pharaoh to the back of the desert. What does that mean? Moses was a fugitive. A fugitive running away from his dear life. But anointing changed all of that. So the day he encountered God and there was something in the hands of Moses and it is called a rod. There is something in your hand today that all will receive the touch of God. There is something in your hand today it is quite an anointing oil. Because God asked Moses, God asked him, what is in your hand? And Moses said, a rod. As at the time, God was asking Moses, what is in your hand? It was an ordinary rod. Ordinary. God asked him to put it down. He put it down. He said, pick it again. He picked it again. By the time when he picked it, the hand of God has already rested upon it. It became an extraordinary rod that led Moses to Egypt. This oil you brought to this auditorium today by the authority of the one who created the heaven and the earth, the power of God will rest upon it. The blood of Jesus will rest upon it. The name of Jesus will rest upon it. And it shall cease to be an ordinary oil in your hand. So when the turn of David came, he saw a bush that was burning and the bush was not consumed. And what happened? He turned. As Moses turned, it was his turn to turn. Say, it is my turn to turn. Engineers, you make this work so difficult to do today. You make preaching so difficult to do today. When Moses turned, it was his turn. What did he turn to see? He turned to see the fire that was burning that was not consumed. He didn't know it was the turn for his destiny. Because from that day forward, the life of Moses never remained the same. The destiny of Moses turned. The future of Moses turned. The nation that Moses had to deal with their destiny turned just because it was the time of Moses' turn. And as at that time, something was pursuing Moses, it was death. Moses turned to begin the one pursuing death. Death was pursuing him because Pharaoh said, if I get him, I will do what? 
I will do what? I will kill him. God said, go and tell Pharaoh, you have come back. The one that was being pursued by death began to be the one terrorizing death. You will have a turnaround. It will be your turn. Let me give you two, three things and then I'm, I'm done. The moment it is your turn, like it was for Moses, you will cease to live at the back of the desert. You will cease to take a back seat. By the time when it is your turn and you turn, things will begin to work. Number two, looking at Moses, when it is turned for him and he turned, the moment it is your time to turn and you turn, you cease to be a fugitive. A fugitive is somebody who is oppressed, somebody who is afraid, somebody who is running from something. Somebody who is running away from a problem. Problem of a family. Problem of unknown enemies. You are running. But today, the enemy that is pursuing you will be the one running from you. Exodus chapter 2 verse 11 to 15. Number 3. The moment it is your turn to turn and you turn, you have a mandate of God like David, like Moses to be in the forefront as a deliverer. Moses, when he turned, God said, I have an assignment for you. As things turn for you today, you enter into your destiny. Moses entered into his destiny and he became a deliverer when things turned for him and everything began to work for David, for Moses. Exodus chapter 3, verse 10 to 21. Number 4. The moment it is your turn and you turn the moment it is your day, your new dawn, and you turn, everything that is in your hand at that moment becomes extraordinary. You see, this cloth that I wear now, I have worn it. It was when I pick it to wear today, that I realized that I have worn this cloth standing before Daddy Jew in anointing service. And one of the handkerchiefs that was anointed that day was actually inside this cloth. So this cloth that I'm wearing is not an ordinary cloth on a day like this. So the day Moses turned and was anointed by God, everything in his life, including the ordinary rod, in his hand 
carry the anointing. So the cloth that you are wearing today will catch fire. What kind of fire? The fire of God. You see, I like, I like this system. The system we want to operate today, I like it. Deborah Kondé is an ordinary man. But I receive God's grace over my life. But I prefer a situation where God himself, God himself, will be the one to lay hand on you from heaven. Not through Pastor Deborah Kondé, directly from where? From heaven. As he did it for Jesus, and as he did it for Moses. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts 10, 38. How God does what? Anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Who anointed Jesus? Who anointed Jesus? Adam alone now. Oh my God. How God anointed Moses. You know, the anointing that God placed on Moses. In Numbers chapter 16, Moses became, the work became so heavy for Moses. And Moses began to talk. This work is becoming too much. And God said, all right, all right, Moses, don't, don't worry. Brothers and sisters, you don't know what to carry. May you not lose what to carry. And God said, Moses, I have deposited some things in, on you. Part of the things I gave you, I will take some of them and I will give it to 70 people. Do you understand what I'm saying? The anointing that Moses carried. God said, I will take part of the anointing. I will distribute it to 70 people and you will not know anything has left your life. Read it. It's in Numbers chapter 16. So the moment it is your turn, you have a mandate and everything in your hand carries the anointing, the power. The moment it's your turn to turn, fear comes to an end in your life. Moses was no longer running for Pharaoh. He went back to Egypt and confronted him. Pharaoh, let my people go. Thus says the Lord. The moment it is your turn, you meet the anointer, you encounter God, and God, the moment you encounter him, he places his glory upon your life, and your destiny automatically changes. You are no longer fearful, you encounter God, and at the end of the day because whoever carries the anointing whosoever carries the anointing is a friend of God at the moment you are anointed not only are you fearless not only are you bold not only are you now a terror to the enemy you become a friend of God you know, that was how I ended the case of, of David. I said David was also a friend of God. Is that not so? A favorite of God. 
Moses was a friend of God. The Bible says Moses spoke mouth to mouth to God with God. Moses will be speaking like this. God will also be answering him just as you are talking to me. The Bible says Moses was a friend of God, the meekest man on the surface of the earth by the anointing. But let me tell you the danger of the anointing. And I will look at the case of David and the case of Moses. The moment you are anointed, you become a target of the devil. What did I say? The moment you carry grace, the moment you carry oil on your head, you become a target. If you lie, the devil will report you. If you cheat, the devil will report you. If you are angry, the devil will report you. If you look on a woman anyhow, the devil will report you. Those two cases of David and Moses, go and read it. The anointing attracts oppositions. Anointing attracts adversaries. So those who carry anointing, they are very careful. They make sure that the anointing is not polluted. Because when you carry the anointing, you are carrying God. When you are carrying the anointing, you are carrying grace. And you cannot afford to abuse grace. God will be angry with you. That was why when David decided to go and have an affair with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, God said, hey, what I have given you is not enough. Even if you have asked me for it, another one, I will have given it to you. How dare you to pollute the anointing? And he said, the sword shall not depart from your house. Up to today, David dynasty is still contending with that cause. The anointing. Dangerous. What is an offense to be angry? Is it an offense to be angry? Are you not a human being? If somebody makes you angry, why must you not be angry? <laughs> you see now. But when you carry the anointing, you can't be angry any... Ah. Anger kills the anointing. So Moses, God said, Moses, my friend, go and speak to the rock. Is it hard to speak to the rock? When say go and speak. God did not say go and fight. Go and speak. But because something was still inside Moses, anointing cannot cure it. He went and smote the rock. And God said, okay, no problem. You carry the anointing. You misbehave with the anointing. I will punish you. That was why Moses did not get to the promised land. So anointing is a dangerous thing. When I ask you to raise up the oil, don't forget, whom are you raising the oil to? You know when you raise up the oil now, God will breathe on it. God will do what? He will breathe on it. So the moment you lift it up, He is there. He sees it. He will touch it. He will breathe on it. He will sanctify it. 
he will empower it because he wants the oil to be used for his glory if you now misbehave after you have been anointed with the oil it is then you incur the wrath of God so this morning as it is your turn let somebody say it is my turn say it is my turn oh god you don't understand you know what you know what you know you know you know what let me illustrate it one two three seven people i want seven people out seven quick seven okay let them be men let them be men all of them seven men seven men quick Seven men. Maybe you should face this way. Seven. When you are seven, just brother, come. Don't worry, don't worry. It should have been you. Don't worry. Okay. One, two, three. Who is the eighth person? I need another man. There are eight already. These are the children of who? These are the children of who? Of Jesse. Samuel was sent to this house. Samuel was sent to this house by God to choose one of them who will eventually become the father of Jesus. This is a very serious business. Listen to me very well. Because today is your day. Yeah. All of them woke up. The first person there was the eldest. So this was the youngest. This is the youngest. The pastor that God sent there Come. 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 All right. It's better this way. Who is the tallest amongst them? Huh? Huh? Who is the tallest? The first one. The first one, right? Okay. So Samuel appeared in the house. Gra, 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 gra. The moment he saw this man, ah, he said, This is the one that God is looking for. He's very tall, he's very good. And he was to pour the oil. And God said, I've rejected him. Oh. I've rejected him. Go, go, just go. I said, Go. I said, Go. Excuse me, how do you think he will feel? Pardon? Is he going to be happy? All right. So, you see this man too, very close to him. Somebody look and look at this and say, Ah, God, this is the one. And God said, It's not this one, though. I don't like this one. And God said, I've rejected him. Go. 
go and it was like that like that like that like that like that don't go and God said ah but God said to come here are all these the children you have God says none of them is qualified. Where are the rest? I said, there is a boy. That boy is not in the house. He's at the back of the desert. I want to say something over your life. On your day, anywhere you are, heaven will locate you. And they asked them to dismiss all of them. And they dismissed them. And, did, and Samuel said, I am not going to sit down until that boy comes. The moment this boy arrives, he dressed as a shepherd, but the spirit of a king was already waiting for him. And so, the moment he came to the picture, stand up. And Samuel saw him. God said, that is the boy anointing and pour the oil on him. Excuse me. Those of you who went to sit down, come back. Come. Come and take your position. Be fast now. We are looking at time. I got through this boy. Who was the tail? Who was, the, who was behind? Who was not considered for anything? And took him over and above and he placed him here and he said the rest of them will be serving him you remember the day David appeared to kill Goliath you remember that the brothers were also in the war front David was already ordained a king but he has not assumed that office the envy of these brothers of these brothers there was nothing they didn't say to David and don't forget David was sitting at the back of the desert when God called him they said all kinds of things against him but any theology but in your name who said contain about the empire I want to tell you about the anointing Anointing lift up a man from the ordinary to extraordinary. Today you are about to be anointed. Go back and sit down. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. I want to do the anointing straight away before Thanksgiving, celebration, and all of that. And then we will round it up. I want you to listen to me carefully. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 1. If I can have it on the board. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 1. The Bible says dead flies. Dead. The flies that are dead. It makes anointing oil to be sticky. 
no matter how good a perfume is if you have not been having your bath and you keep on wearing perfume the death in your body will kill that perfume that is why you see these smellers just trying to because they don't but they keep on pouring the thing and they become they become to stink like a goat death flies so if you are not born again and you want to be anointed it's like wearing a white cloth when you are just coming out of mud it will not work for you it's like wearing cloth and you went and sat beside the person who is cooking vegetable oil and they were pouring oil on that white cloth it will make a mess of it so what do you do you surrender your life you give your life you forsake what you are doing and you accept jesus as your personal lord and what i save you that's all stop lying stop cheating stop fornicating for being one for one nine just stop doing what god disapproves that's all and then anointing begins to work for you shall we bow down our heads bow down your heads before i pray i want to beg you bow down your heads everybody if you are here and you are not born again you are listening to this message you are seeing what happened in the case of the seven sons of jesse how god rejected them don't be among those who will be rejected this morning by god because god knows everybody who is present if you are here and you are not born again he knows it you can't pretend before god somebody did not know those people god was the one sorting them out and so this morning god knows your condition you want to say god i am sorry for all i have been doing i repent i will not do them again i surrender my life to you that solved the entire problem and once you make up your mind all you do is raise up your hand while everybody closes her eyes or his eyes and will pray and that is the end of the matter and you do your anointing and you are, you are empowered and you go so if you are here this morning you are not born again you have not surrendered your life you are still living a life that god does not like and you do not even even what you are doing yourself you do not like it so and you want to stop god wants you to stop anywhere you are just raise up your hand and say lord i am sorry i will not do it again just raise it up let it be above your head so that this opportunity you don't miss it it is your opportunity i just show you the illustration of jesus house raise it up let god see the hand you can't pretend before god it's either you raise it up or you don't raise it up make sure the hand is above your head it's when god will know that you are serious father i thank you for the hands that are up father thank you for the hands that are up glory be to your name there's another hand over there ushers thank you
put down those hands and then we pray heavenly father i thank you because of your word that has come i thank you because of the soul that you have saved i thank you because the hour has come for our turn i thank you because moses and david had their turn that we have considered this morning and you imparted their lives and their story changed and their destiny altered father first of all for those who raise up their hands to surrender please receive them unto yourself have mercy upon them write their name in the book of life forgive them all their sins watch them clean by your blood from today give them a new life for the rest of their life let them serve you let them love you let them follow you and on the last day father we pray father in your kingdom they will reign with you in the name of jesus for everyone who has listened we pray as the anointing service takes place now every oil that will be lifted father say down your fire upon it the moment the oil is anointed from heaven and the oil touch their bodies let them become extraordinary anywhere they go let them carry god anywhere they go let them carry your spirit anywhere they go let them carry your grace anywhere they go let them carry your blessing any door they knock let the door be open unto them anyone who carries the oil today father let them become the friend of god in the name of the lord jesus christ i pray just like the day of david the bible said the day the oil was poured upon him the spirit of the lord came upon him i pray as the anointing oil rest upon everyone here this morning let the spirit of god rest upon each and individual in the name of the lord jesus christ and i pray whatsoever the oil does for them that will attract opposition i ask oh god this day that this oil will not be polluted in the name of jesus that the oil will not bring them down in the name of jesus christ i pray father as you kept jesus and you are with him to the end whom you anointed from heaven everybody that will be anointed today let them be kept until your second coming in the name of jesus christ thank you almighty father glory be to your name in jesus name we have prayed